Hello, welcome to the self-learning podcast by Dr. Shishma Singh. Let us start discussion on Unit 21, Capacity Building of Grassroots Functionaries. And our topic is Capacity Building of Local Administration. Enhanced capacity of administration has to match political decentralization initiatives in order to get the desired results, as noted in the 10th Plan 2002-57. The degree of democratization achieved over the years in the political front has not been matched by progress on the economic front. There are still too many control and restriction on individual initiatives and many of our developmental institutions continue to exhibit paternalistic behavior which today has been anarchist. While the state would function as a catalyst and a promoter in many areas where the private corporate sector would participate, its role would actually increase in certain other areas, such as infrastructure provision, where private participation is negligible, such as construction of roads, bridges, rural electrification, housing for the poor, etc. Procedural delays affect performance in this regard, and most funds have to be submitted at the end of the budget years. Procedural reforms such as proposed single window clearance of tenders, etc. in the 10th plan could go a long way in amalgamating this situation. Also as rightly noted in the 10th plan, the quality of agricultural research has fallen while the extension services have virtually collapsed. Agricultural research and the development has to be strengthened, while the extension services need to be revamped. Outlay for education is the lowest along with health. Most unspent funds at the end of the year come from these two sectors. More investment is needed in human resource development since human capital is the chief driver of the economy. India has lagged behind in this respect as compared to other developing countries like China and Southeast Asian nations. There is too much unionism among municipal staff. They have succeeded as in Mumbai in extracting sizable pay increases on the basis of their organizational strength. The question of labor law reform has lingered on for some time without much effect since it faces tough opposition from the Communist Party members and other devoted to the socialist ideology. Labor law reforms would boost investment and improve the employment situation considerably. 
since farms would be encouraged to do business and would not be bound by overly productive labor laws. System has to be refabricated on both the input and output sides. Input has been referred above. The output side implies the outcome of the efforts put in by the farmers in money terms. Post-harvest technologies and market infrastructure demand relook at the archaic rules governing agricultural trade. Organizational changes in local administration are also underway through would take time to fructify. The issue areas are training of personnel in various specialized tasks in rural development and rationalization of the administrative structure. The district collector is presently overburdened with the twin responsibilities of regulatory administration and development administration. There is a trend visible towards specialization, though his role in administration of law and order has been reduced by transferring of administrative duties such as writing ACRs of the SP over to range DIZ as regards development. Democratic institutions are set to share responsibilities increasingly in this regard along with the bureaucracy in the future. Situation up till now in this respect has been more conflicting than collaborative in that the bureaucracy has been reluctant to engage democratic self-governing institution meaningfully in administration. To what extent the position will change in this respect will only be known as the things unfold. However, it is rather desirable that the collector relieves himself of some of the developmental responsibilities in the local sector, since the state sector over the years had suffered due to insufficient attention on the part of the collector. Analysis of the plan allocations over the years shows that much larger allocations are made therein compared to the local sector. However, as the collector devotes much time attending to schemes in local sector like construction of village roads, drinking water wells, school building, etc., many important schemes in the state sector such as land reforms, rural industry have suffered, which has threatened emergence of a self-generating agro-agri-industrial economy, efficiency in revenue offices has gradually deteriorated because of lack of adequate attention. In fact, frequent supersession of local bodies by the district administration is also explained by this organizational shortcoming. Inspections were inadequate and superficial, 
which meant timely remedial could not be taken, which made supersession unavoidable. The experiment of additional collectors has not wholly succeeded. Hence, rationalization of work at district level is absolutely necessary to remove roadblocks in the implementation of planned schemes. The joint Indo-American team on agriculture research and education in 1955 pointed out a major anomaly regarding staffling, which persists till date in Indian administration, which is the problem of journalist or versus specialist. It recommended that top position in agricultural departments and in agricultural research institutions should be manned by technical experts and not by journalist administrators. This is in accord with the indignation of expressed by technical experts that rural development is a scientist's job, not so much as administrators. In 1957, the Food Grain Inquiry Committee noted with disquiet the mismatch in delays in the progress of major irrigation projects, utilization of irrigation potential apart from other delays and inadequacies in seed production and irrigation programs. This could be correlated to insufficient understanding of issues involved in rural development. The need for rationalization of work is endorsed. There are new emerging concerns for which local administration would need to be prepared. Two such concerns are disaster management and sustainable development. With the current stress on development planning at the local level, disaster management would be a focal area since that is where the first impact and the first response efforts take place post-incidents. Hence, it is imperative that the local stakeholders have a significant say in development planning in this respect and the local communities are trained in disaster response along with suitable institutional provision for the same. The 10th plan indicates the strategy towards the end. Local initiatives would be encouraged by way of creating awareness through education and training and information dissemination to empower the community to cope with disasters. Incorporating non-government organization and community-based organization in the disaster management team. Identifying the more vulnerable groups such as women and children for special assistance. For sustainable development, all development schemes in vulnerable areas should include a disaster mitigation analysis to assess the feasibility of a proposed project or policy. 
Now let us wind up the session and thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast.